December. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is The Hop with Gabriel Apria and Stephen Humes. Yeah. I'm Stephen Humes. That's Gabriel Apria right <laughs> over there. And we are, it's December, it's cold in New England, so we're going to the beach. Hell yeah. We're going Screw down that south. weather. It sucks here in Brooklyn, and I can only imagine how cold it is for you. But it's cold here, and I'm not a fan. So I said, let's go to the beach. Let's go to the beach. Let's go get away. We're going to Florida, uh, South Beach Brewing Company, and it's uh, it's an interesting one. It's a fun one. It's a different one. I'm pumped for it. How you doing, Gabe? How was your holiday? We're back. Yeah, man. We're back from good old Turkey Day. It was excellent. I was in Vermont. Uh, there, they have snow up there. It was cold up there, but, uh, you know, binged a little bit of Netflix, played a murder mystery party with my girlfriend's family. That was a lot of fun. Uh, if you get your hands on one of those games, it's actually a, a lot of fun and you get to play a character. It's like a whole thing. Uh, had a lot of turkey. I was, you know, ate until I busted and, uh, here I am 20 pounds overweight. I'm ready to go and drink some beer, but it's cold. So I'm ready for the beach. How about you? Love it. Um, uh, Thanksgiving was good. You know where else it snows in this country? Minneapolis, because that's where I spent about 12 hours trying to get back to Los Angeles last week. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I got I those Snapchats. <laughs> I don't understand why anybody lives anywhere that's not 70 and sunny all the time. But hey, shout out to Christine, the drunk lady in the Minneapolis airport that I had dinner next to. We chatted it up for a couple hours. She's lovely. She loves her home in the north of wherever Minneapolis is. I think it's, is it Michigan? Is it Wisconsin? It's, it's, one of those. Don't, don't ask me geography questions. I don't know. It's probably Michigan. Uh, no, it's the other one. I think it's Minnesota. Oh, my God. It's Minnesota. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. With geography. Like, are, you, are, okay, you guys, well, are you guys friends? Are you guys together? Is it serious? I mean, where are we at? You know, I would say uh, it, it got it got pretty heated there for a minute, somewhere around the second beer when I was scarfing down weird food. They have we- I don't know. It was it was a weird time for everybody. Minneapolis. Um, yeah. You know what, people? If you're from Minneapolis, I saw your city. I loved your city, and I probably won't be back. Uh, that sounds just about being right. honest. Yeah, that sounds like you. <laughs> I actually, if we really want to talk about it, I actually spent about a good two hours in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, where they just left us on a tarmac, wouldn't let us off the plane, just said, we're sitting here. And I looked out the window, and from what I can tell, I landed in somebody's backyard, because that's nice. what the Cedar Rapids airport looks like. Nice. <laughs> okay, we should get wow. into it. Uh Follow the hop if you don't already. We're at the HO Podcast on the Insta and the Twit. Uh, you can find us on Facebook on uh, and you know the show is available wherever you get your podcasts. So subscribe, review, follow, whatever they call it on your podcast platform of choice. But those rate and reviews are very helpful. So if you've done it already, we appreciate it. You can also get in touch with us via via email. We love hearing from you, our listeners. We love the suggestions when they come in for breweries to visit and stuff like that. We take note of them. We try to hit them when we can. So if you have suggestions or requests, our email is thopod at gmail.com. You can get in touch that way. 
We're also available on YouTube. You can follow the show over there. Just subscribe and click the bell. Just search for the Hoppa Craft Beer Podcast. You can see what we look like. We are beautiful men. So go check us out. Uh, and quick programming notes. Uh, we It's December, and it is uh, Christmas. And We're busy. that is coming up. So in two weeks, we would normally drop an episode, but that would get in the way of our beer and review the following week. So what we decided to do is we're going to let you have Christmas with your family without us, and then we'll be back the week after that. So we're just going to have one more Throwback Thursday in between where we normally would, and we'll be back at the end of the month for beer and review. But the hop will still be in your feed every Thursday with a Throwback Thursday. There will be a Christmas episode in there. There will be fun Christmassy content on our social meds. So don't worry, we're not going anywhere. But if you wake up in two Thursdays and you're like, having heart palpitations because you don't see a new episode of the hop we haven't abandoned you we'll be back yeah maybe take a pill or two just relax and we'll be back yeah we're uh we we just wanted to make sure we did our beer and review we wanted to make sure we didn't do it on like january 7th or whatever because that would be weird so we're gonna do it ahead of time and uh yeah you'll have a fun throwback thursday christmas episode and uh jingle all the way am i right and as always, let us know what breweries to hit up next. Let us know what breweries to repeat. Let us know if you're from Florida. What part of Florida? Is it fun down there? Is it still warm? It's cold in New York. It's cold. Bring me some Bring me some nice weather, please. I would appreciate it. All right. That's all the, uh, that's all the, all the updates. Let's, let's get into the news. Beer news. So the year is winding down. It's the holiday season. It's December. And it's that time of year where we get to see lots of like reflections, lots of lists, you know, best of lists and stuff like that. Uh, along with the holiday beers, you know, we've mentioned Trogue's Mad Elf, but there's plenty of other ones coming out. This is this is when people break out all the stops in the in the brewing industry and they like to just, you know, yeah. give you something to nuzzle up by uh, next to the fire with. This you is know? this is the part where breweries just start saying screw it and they just throw a bunch of darts at a wall. More or less. They know what they're doing, but uh they go pretty hard during the holidays, especially during Christmas time. So, uh we're excited for our old classic favorite Christmas ales. We're excited for maybe some new ones. Who the hell knows? Great Notion Brewing is taking over Sierra Nevada's former uh, space in Berkeley, which was the Torpedo Room. If you remember this, we talked about this a while back, that Sierra Nevada was shutting it down. Uh, It's a tap room they have in Berkeley. Well, the space is going to continue in the industry with Great Notion Brewing. So that's exciting if you find yourself in Berkeley. I bet they have Great Notions. Aha, I see what you did there. Not my best. Continue. (laughs) All right. One of my favorite things to do on the hop ever is to talk about Anheuser-Busch being in court or fighting people. And so I'm going to continue to do that there. And here's the thing. I'm actually on their side on this one. They are seeking a forty seven point four million dollar deduction in their sponsorship fees for the World Cup because they are also sponsoring the next one in 2026. Anheuser-Busch apparently paid about $74 million to be the official beer sponsor this year. And as we talked about on our last episode, Qatar at the last minute said, A, no beer at the game. So 
uh, Budweiser was a little bit um, miffed and they want the FIFA people to uh, make up for this in 2026, which is the one that's here, right? Isn't that that one? That one's in the US or I'm sorry, it's in North America. Yeah. So I have a couple thoughts, but snowballing off of that, it's like I think it's Canada and US and Mexico. I think it's like all three. It's like the North American World Cup. But I agree. I'm, I hate to say it, but like I'm on their side too. Like, first of all, Qatar, guys, come on. Why can't we drink at the game? That's number one. Number two, I've heard that it's not just beer. It's like all alcohol, liquor, everything. Oh, I'm sure. Like, nope, cut, done, not going to do it. So paying $74 million to be a sponsor and to have the country just be like, no. Um, yeah, I'd be a little miffed, as you said, as well. What it meant was that they could only sell their non-alcoholic brand, Bud Zero. Um, so, you know, they had – it's just – it was so last minute that um, ho- I'm on their side, honestly, yeah. and I hope FIFA comes through with that. They do have very fun plans for all the stock they didn't get to use. This was kind of cool. They posted that uh, in the middle of November. They posted this giant picture on Instagram of like of like just, I mean, a warehouse of Budweiser, just – Cans on cans on cans. And the tweet said, new day, new tweet, winning country gets the buds. Who will get them? Now we're talking. So apparently Anheuser-Busch is hosting what they're calling the ultimate championship celebration for whatever country wins. There's going to be a big party. There's going to be a lot of beer. It's going to be shitty beer, but it's going to be beer. And Anheuser-Busch is going uh, going to sponsor it. So at least, you know... But at least the beer isn't going in the trash. But here's the thing. When you're celebrating any sort of sports championship victory and they're popping champagne on each other and they're spraying each other with beer for basketball, it is normally Budweiser they have and they're pouring it on themselves and each other. You're not going to pour a 6.7 hazy IPA on somebody. You know what I mean? You want this stuff. So I think that's kick ass. I think you and I should have gotten on the USA team somehow. We probably would have won. Oops. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, But no, that's dope. I think that's absolutely awesome. Soccer, what I've learned from, I didn't watch any of it, but what I I learned from knowing that it was happening is that you can just tie and then you can advance and that's how that works. Yeah, that's the the, the group staging and the points. Like you win, you get two, you tie, you get one, you lose, you don't get anything. So based off of the points, like, we tied with England and everyone was like, hell yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. I don't want to make fun of a lot of people's hobby, but that sport is stupid and boring. Uh, anyway, I will say, on. though, this was <laughs> the one World Cup that I was like, wow, we're actually not completely terrible. We, we, we lost, <laughs> but we did all right. So good shout out to them. All right, Brewbound, our lovely website friend that uh, if we want most of their info, we have to pay for it. And we don't because we're cheap. They're announcing <laughs> they announced their uh, 2022 award winners and rising stars. It's their Brewbound Awards for beer. They do it all the time. Uh, Craft Brewery of the Year, Fiddlehead Brewing Company. Love it. Give it up. Give it up. Fiddlehead has not been on our show, but they're due. I've but they've been in my body a lot. Um, I've consumed my fair share. Well, wait, wait a minute. Wait a of minute. Fiddlehead. To quote, very good. to quote Kevin Hart, we're not going to speed past that. Like you didn't just say what you said. 
No, I get it. I'm the same way. I Fiddlehead has great, uh, great beers. Um, other categories and winners to note: Large Brewery of the Year. What's so large about them? Uh, <laughs> George Georgetown Brewing Company. Uh, you know they're uh, they're doing really well. They had a lot of issues from the pandemic, and according to Brewbound, they bounced back in a big way, reaching their highest volume output ever at more than 108,000 barrels of beer. Good for you guys. There's a bunch of other awards, a bunch of other uh, honorable mentions beyond beer company of the word, Shilling Hard Cider. Good for you guys. Person of the year. We love this woman. Jennifer Briggs, former modern time CEO. Jenny, girl, well done. She went through a lot. She went through a lot with that merger. She (laughs) She really, she literally held it down. Yeah, she literally like came in and someone was like, hey, so you see the dumpster that's on fire? That's you. Have at it. And she did it. So good for her. I'm I'm happy she won person of the year. Person of the year in beer is I, I would want like a sash maybe with a little trophy. But I digress. There's a lot of other ones. Steven mentioned Minnesota. Beer champion of the year, the Minnesota Craft Brewers Guild. Your favorite new state. (laughs) Do we need a Minnesota drop now? I think we do. You you know, (laughs) what I will say about that state is, and I know this to be true, they have good beer. And also, in fairness, they have a good airport. It's not every airport that has a chiropractor in the airport. And if you can't appreciate the irony of that, I don't know what to do with you. Like, I, uh, it was, we have a, we have a mutual friend that lives in Minnesota and I, I was texting her while I was in the airport and she's like, Oh, go. If you, anything you need shopping, they got a great mall in there. Like this is of all the airports to be stuck. Go this is the, the chiropractor one in the airport. It was crazy. They had a Prince store. I was eating across the street, across the hallway from a Prince themed store. Yeah, cause he's and I was from like, there, right? According to my new friend, Christine, yes, he is. Amazing. To round this out, because we love Minnesota now, but to round this out, uh, we had other honorable mentions. The 2002 Class of Rising Stars, uh, Atrevida Beer Co. Atrevida. Atrevida. Colorado Springs, Colorado. Uh, Modest Brewing and Minnesota. Oh, man. This is the Minnesota episode. <laughs> Talia Beer Company in my backyard in Brooklyn. Uh, I can get their beers everywhere. We should probably do an episode. And one of our favorites, one of our longtime breweries that we've mentioned or had on the show 18,000 times out of Springfield, Massachusetts. You know who they are. White Lion Brewing Company. White Lion may have been on our show more than any other brewery at this point. They uh, and for good reason. They are amazing for a great reason. So good for them. Good for everyone. Congrats to the winners and the honorable mentions and Brewbound. Give us a subscription. All right. Uh, we are uh, moving a little bit long, but that's okay. We're still going to do this. So uh, here we go. Favorite segment. This week in gross. I would like to direct our attention to the great state of Colorado, where uh, a group of innovators has developed a mushroom hard cider. So 
the company is Stem Ciders. They are out of Lafayette, Colorado, and they teamed up with My Co Love Farm, which is a mushroom farm in Fort Lupton, Colorado, co-founded by Jake Plummer, the former quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Hey, bud, how's retirement? <laughs> I don't know how you go from that to mushrooms, but that's what Jake did. They brewed a cider called Neural Nectar, and it's a lemongrass cherry limeade cider featuring lion's mane mushroom extract. Now, thoughts? let me ask something before I have my thoughts. I've never taken mushrooms, the drug. Does it have the same effect? Okay, I think we're talking about the fungi that you would eat, like, with a steak. I don't think we're talking about psychedelic mushrooms. Well, you say that, but Colorado Otherwise, is up to some crazy shit, so... This would be in this week and something else. I don't know okay, what. Okay, so don't it's, know. The, it's the normal <laughs> mushrooms, okay. It's, yes... Yeah, I, but, I'm going to go with gross on this one. I don't, I'm, I, that sounds weird. I'm sure it's, it's like, I'm sure it can be earthy in a way, but like for a cider, like I just, I don't know. No, big swing and a miss on, in Gabe's world. This is a new addition to their botanical series, which was first launched earlier in 2022. They had something called Leaves and Carrot Ginger Turmeric, which was an Arnold Palmer inspired cider featuring tea, Handpicked organic lemongrass and lemon verbana, stevia leaf, and then made it was made with carrot juice, ginger juice, and turmeric spice. Hmm. So that doesn't um, sound horrible to me. It sounds weird. I wouldn't say gross to that. It just doesn't sound like a drink, you know? Yeah. It doesn't sound like a cider. It just sounds like something you take when you're like sick. Yes. You know? uh, yeah. It <laughs> sounds like, well, you said stevia, and that's, or stevia, isn't that like a, People take that when they have like heartburn or something like I don't know, but it, it's I guess it definitely sounds like a remedy for like oh you have a cold come here come drink this mushroom cider or whatever this tumor leaves and carrot ginger turmeric the uh, this the neural nectar they uh, the quote is from a taste perspective it's built primarily on the cherry lime profile the addition of lemongrass and mushroom extract add layers of complexity with a slight herbaceousness and Gentle, earthy, vanilla notes. And if you're lucky, Jake Plummer will throw it at you. Is that where we're getting from this? Would that be lucky or would that be dangerous? I don't know. (laughs) If you go to catch it and he throws it wide left, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this, to be honest, you know, this does probably go in the category of like this weekend. Huh. You know, it's. I don't know how gross it is, but um, when you hear mushroom cider, it just doesn't roll off the old tongue. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't roll off anything. It sounds like it ruins things, to be honest. But hey, we got to play the drop, so we are the real real winners here. All right. Uh, I propose that you propose a toast. (laughs) I was about to say, hey. Uh, yeah, I do propose a toast. Uh, so, full disclosure, I decided to not go with Will Smith's classic song, Miami. So you're all welcome, because I was gonna play it, and I thought, well, we can only get sued so many times in a lifetime. Uh, but I've got a different song in mind. Uh, I, I got some lyrics from a song called Come to the Beach by a great new band that I like called Winneka Bowling League. Great. 
And so this is a song about coming to the beach. All the Hollywood hustle to pay your rent and live in a bubble with the 1%. As if that kin will gift you immortality. And you spend every birthday fixated on all the people you know and how far they've gone. Like what you see is even really a reality. Come to the beach, chill by the sea. See how heavy your life looks from the coastline. Under a tree, viva la vie, come to the beach. Amen. Amen. And I love it. With that, 10-4, good buddy, let's go to the beach because Winneka Bowling League told us to. I, uh, you don't have to tell me twice. Um, yeah, let's just, uh, yeah, let's just get into it. I'm fascinated with this brewery because they have a lot of beers, if not every beer, that they infuse with what they call a proprietary electrolyte. So I feel like we're about to both get drunk, but also hydrate at the same time. And that's fun. We are kicking things off with the strawberry orange mimosa, which they call a sparkling ale. Already intriguing, isn't all ale sparkling, I believe, but um, that's what it is. It's 5% ABV. The IBUs are at 4. Beer Advocate has no rating. Untapped has it at 3.82. And it's uh, it's it's strawberry, it's orange, it's a brunch beer. We got a brunch beer. I don't think we've ever had a brunch beer before. Uh, very excited about this one. It's weird. It's different. Who the hell cares? It's part of their, this brewery doesn't have a lot of beers. I think they have right now three or four. Uh, it's one of two beers. It's part of their sparkling series because this is a sparkling ale. Strawberry orange mimosa. So it's going to be different. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a little bubbly. And, uh, you know, I, I, for me, for brunch, I usually go in the mimosa row. I'm not a big Bloody Mary guy, but that's just me. Mm, no, no. You, yeah, you don't berries. like tomatoes, so. <laughs> That's disgusting. Um, this is brewed with 100% Florida orange juice, as well as natural strawberry and champagne flavors. And uh, they throw in there that it's GMO and gluten-free. Um, so, Amen. you know. <laughs> Thank God. Healthy. Yeah. yeah. Here it is in the glass. It poured with almost no head at all. Uh, yep. And it's receded into absolutely nothing. In the SRM chart, it's very, very light. It's about a two to me. Um, pale, pale yellow color, and it's completely hazy. You can't see through it all. It's through it's at all. It's uh, just looks like pineapple juice. That's what it looks like. So, before we even get into the flavors, the smells, anything, first things first, if you are drinking this beer, there are instructions on the can. Make sure to invert the can. That is correct. Shake it. Probably not. It'll go everywhere. You'll look like a mess. But uh, according to them, they use real fruit juice. They use real Florida orange juice and I think all of the beers. And if you invert the can, you mix it around, you give it that nice little balance, and then you crack it and pour it. And 
I mean, I'm like, you know, a foot away from this thing and it's just all fruit, all forward. It smells a little tart. It smells a little like it could be a sour, but it's not. It smells sparkly and bubbly, you know, that champagne smell. Um, so I guess we're celebrating in a way. Oh, yeah, this smells very tart. It smells like wine. Um, it's definitely fruity. It's got the oranges there. Uh, the berries are there. But I think those yeast esters, those um, tart esters are definitely present. It's um, You put your nose to it. It smells like a sour for sure. Or like I said, like a, a white wine, grape, a lot of grape, a lot of green grape um, and stone fruit, that kind of thing. Uh, you don't get a lot from the malt here. You don't get a lot of cereal. You don't get a lot of hoppiness or like bitter resin or anything like that. It's very, very juicy uh, in a wine type way. I would also argue maybe a little tropical on the smell. Not a lot. It's more citrusy fruity rather than like pineapple mango but there is a little bit of that in there and i feel like that gives it its extra little kick um so it is very interesting and i'm excited for this one this one uh i full disclosure i burnt the shit out of my body getting this beer because i was in miami and it's very hot there when it's summertime so i hope it's worth it (laughs) From the brewery, the brunch beer. You've seen one strawberry blonde on the beach. You've seen them all. Certainly doesn't apply to this beer. Inspired by South Beach's famous weekend brunch parties, the brunch beer can be enjoyed any time of day, perfectly balanced from the acidity derived from the orange juice used in our brewing process combined with the freshness of of strawberries and champagne flavor. This beer will have your taste buds begging for more. At 5% ABV infused with electrolyte, it has the punch to turn your morning from... Uh, your morning frown upside down. How could you not? It's basically bottomless brunch. Well, uh, great. Should we should we take a sip of it? Might as well. Cheers. Here we go. Cheers. Mm. Wow, that is <sighs> that is a sparkling ale. They are correct. I feel like I just took a sip of. Champagne with strawberries floating in it. Um, whoa, I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah. It's got a whole lot of fruit. Um, it's got some pear. It's got some sweet, sweet orange juice. It's got some sweet, sweet strawberry. It's very acidic in a beautiful way. The way that orange juice is uh, the in the mouth, it's like extremely zingy. It's not very tart. It's not very sour. It's not like... Uh, it doesn't taste like a sour beer. It tastes like like orange juice. The tartness is that acidity that comes from drinking, you know, a tropical juice like that. Um, but it definitely is sweet but balanced. You know, I mean, I don't think that this is it's just not it's not a traditional beer at all. Like if you drink this, you're drinking something else. Um, so. I stand corrected. All beer is not sparkling. This is its own beast. And it's, I gotta be honest, yeah. I'm here for it. It's it's carbonated like champagne. It's bubbly as hell. But it's mm-hmm. awesome and it's flavorful and it's fruity and it's exciting and it makes you want to celebrate. Um, you know, can you enjoy this on the beach? Yes. However, this... 
I think this would be a great breakfast beer. I mean, I don't know about any of you crazy people waking up and drinking beer. Good for you. No judgment of all at all have at it. But if I had to wake up in the morning and have a beer with breakfast, I think I would want it to be this. The ABV is really complimentary to just to the fact that it's not too strong and it shouldn't be too strong. With the flavors, you don't need the ABV to be super high. Obviously, we would like that because we want to feel silly. But, 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 it is very flavorful. It is very forward. It is very dope. Brunch beer, beach beer, uh, balls to the walls beer. This is so interesting and different. Yeah, I think the the strawberry is up front and then you swallow and then the the carbonation, the zing kind of happens. And that's where the champagne thing comes through. And then you swallow it and it's orange juice. Is it appropriate for the season that we're in right now? No. But you know what? Gabe and I are on vacation in Florida, so it's fine. Wait, 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 Stephen. Where are we? We're in Florida or Florida? We're in, do they say Florida down there? I don't know. I just think it's Florida. I I say it that way because I think it's funny. I, uh, yeah, um, I don't know how they say it down there. Is that one of those things? Like, it's like um, when you're talking about, like, you know, like Lou- Louisville, you have to say. Or Louisville. Louisville, Louisville right. or Louisville. Yeah, you can tell if they're from there or not. It's like, yeah, we're in Louisville. It's, it's like, it's like people who say Worcester and they're like, Worcestershire. It's like, no, that's not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like that. It's. I want to drink this on New Year's. Can we bring this back in on our next episode? And I'd rather have this than champagne. Oh, it's, yeah. It's like having champagne, but it's but a, but a beer. It's, but it's a hybrid. I don't but know. But it's a beer. Yeah. It's, and it's fruity and good. And it's fruity and delicious. Uh, and, there, you know, I feel like you might get more bang for your buck with this guy. Um, and it's GMO and gluten-free. So if you're if – you're, there are people out there that can't drink gluten – beers with that that sounded weird beers with gluten in them so here you go yeah i mean that's that's a real thing and a lot of gluten-free beer is bad so having options for those people that uh aren't you know other than going to ciders Mm. this is like this is splitting the difference between those two things. Back end, um, it's pretty clean. It's got some lingering fruit, but it's uh, it's pretty clean in the mouth. But it's um, just, so, I don't want to call it crushable because it's so carbonated yeah, that you wouldn't want to do that. I don't, I don't do think that. you can. I think if you tried, you'd get halfway done unless you're a beast. But yeah, I don't think you can. But it's refreshing as hell. That's what it definitely is. And so... Uh, I love it. And if you're going to sit on the, on the beach drinking a beer and you want to keep it tight, you know, you want to keep your abs in check while you soak up the sun, this will do it. It's healthy. Yeah. They have electrolytes, so it's gotta be healthy, right? Yeah. I'm so interested in that. I, I, that would be a moment because we've done our research about the brewery. We only found so much information. But that would be a moment where I would love to sit down with maybe the owner, like the head brewer, and be like, talk to me about the science part of this. Is it like the equivalent of Gatorade, a.k.a. if I'm playing basketball and I need a hydration break, can I drink this and get back on the court and hit some free throws? Like, will that help me? 
Well, it's interesting, right? Because like alcohol, obviously a uh, depressant. uh, And then what do we do to counteract that? We hydrate and we drink water or Gatorade. If you have a hangover, how do you counteract that? The best way is with like electrolytes, Gatorade, you know, different things like that. Electrolytes, Gatorade, and usually a bacon, egg, and cheese. Continue. (laughs) That too. Um, So it's, it's definitely unique. I mean, you don't see a lot of breweries doing that. And I don't know... Um, I don't know that I needed it in my life or that I knew I needed it in my life, but now that I have it in my life, I don't hate it. Um, you have to go down to Florida to get their beers, which is a little bit of a hike, but you know, or at least the Southeast, I don't know exactly where they distribute, but I know that it's uh, pretty contained, which is why we had to send Gabe on a pilgrimage to get these beers. Yeah. A pilgrimage. I was down there for fun. And I said, while I'm here, and and what's cool about this brewery is I didn't go to the brewery. I went to like a random, this isn't, I, I'm not trying to like disrespect the brewery or anything, but like I literally got this beer at like a random like convenience store. And that's not a bad thing. That's because the beer is everywhere. Like I could have Yeah, gone, that's a good thing. I went to one, one craft beer store was closed. It was very early. I had an early flight. I was like, let me get out of here. But uh, you know, I, I went to like a random convenience store that sold beer. This one, they had this one and the other one we're about to drink. Um, and ipso facto, here we are. Uh, if you are into what we're talking about, but you're like, eh, I don't like mimosas, oranges are gross. I don't know. Something like that. They do have one other beer in this series and it's their South peach shandy sparkling ale. So, um, we'll get into more of, of what the brewery has, uh, <sighs> In a bit. Shandy. A shandy. But first, let's talk about the company and how, uh, the how of it all, shall we? <laughs> so, Lorenzo Borghese or Borghese or Borghese, I don't know Borghese, how to say Borghese, what's Bo- the gasm? <laughs> That's what I was going for. He uh, <laughs> founded the place uh, and it's South Beach uh, Brewing, as you can see behind me, this is their spot. If you're on YouTube, you can take a look at it, uh, the outside of it. We don't know what goes on in there. It's a secret. Uh, The company is known for craft beers brewed with real juices and electrolytes, obviously. Uh, And it was founded in 2017. Originally, they were producing uh, beer kind of contract brewing with shipyard and sea dog brewing. Um, they moved to their own space in 2020, um, towards the end of 2020, they, uh, made a tap room, which they have now and it's fun. And it's this, like, you can see behind me, it looks like a, like a house in Key West or something. It's just like very, uh, looks it's like very a beach, beach housey, super beach housey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but they also have a second location where they have a beer garden and it's it's their second go round and it's dope. It, they're they're a really cool operation. Uh, they have this just very specific branding and a very laid back vibe that is really nice. Uh, and then if you go uh, just from their website, just to read about them a little bit about their uh, their passion. I mean, they have a, a big thing on there about you know, the tenants of who they are, that they're in the service business. They love, you know, making people happy. They like the beach. They like, um, they're supportive of veterans. Love that. They love dogs. They love music. All that stuff is on there. That's great. Uh, the direct quote, 
The distinctive yellow of the sun, the deep blue of the sky and sea, the beautiful shades of red that mark the end of a day and the beginning of a new one, the nude tones of sand, the long rays of sun kissing your skin, the sound of the waves and birds flying above the horizon, your salty lips and skin. The bonfires, the music that accompanies you during endless parties, your beloved ones and the new discoveries, the freedom, the remembrance of old memories and the making of new special moments. This is the Sunshine State. This is South Beach Brewing. Guys, we're so sorry. That was like so inappropriate. Like, that's just like not who we are. We're really sorry for that. I mean, if you think that's inappropriate, then I would stay away from their Instagram because... Uh, it's a little NSFW, I would say. It's very, um, how do you, it's very spring break. Okay, let's put it that way. Beach beers, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's great. Ah, uh, the joys of social media, am I right? <laughs> man, oh man, are they, they are at a Miami party just through and through. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, that's the company and that's what they're about, and I think it's great. And also, all the work you did to find a toast, you could have just read that, and I would have believed you. Yeah, I know. Honestly, <laughs> I could have told you I wrote that, and you would have been yeah. like, whoa, Gabe, really got into your feelings there. He is a poet. And I didn't even know it. <laughs> nice. No, but like they're cool, and they're fun, and beach, so what else you need? Uh, yeah, and if nothing else, you can drink this crazy champagne mimosa beer hybrid thing, oh, yeah. uh, which is delightful, but we have a second one, Stephen. Yeah, and we this do. one goes back to kind of our roots and our go-tos. It's a hazy IPA. We've got the Blood Orange Sunset IPA. A, this one's got a flamingo with a top hat. What's better than that? ABV is 6.7. IBU 65. Beer Advocate has yet to review it. Untapped give it a 3.64. We got another beach beer. It is brewed with real Florida OJ. And the quote from the brewery says, Voted one of the top 10 summer fruit beers in the USA by Forbes. Don't let the 6.7% fool you. Named after our famous blood orange Florida sunsets, This hazy IPA is the perfect beer for those that like a refreshing, easy-to-drink IPA. Loads of Citra, Dr. Rudy, and Mosaic really kick this IPA in high gear. Bright notes of orange, mango, and other citrus fruits shine through due to our carefully chosen hop selection. Brewed with 100% Florida OJ and our proprietary electrolyte, science! Refreshing has never tasted this good. Enjoy her with a sliced Florida orange to kick those flavors into high gear. I don't have an orange. I wish I did. I don't either. Now, there's several (laughs) things to unpack here. Number one, we have a new hop that Steven hasn't heard of. What's Dr. Rudy? Dr. Rudy. I have no idea. Dr. Rudy. Okay. Welcome to the party, Rudy. Uh... Yeah, there we go. Uh, second of He's all, a doctor. we have liars because this is <laughs> not a hazy IPA at all. This is a dark and uh, pretty. 
<laughs> I love when we're just Pretty. like, no, you're wrong. But I'm sorry. It's not. No, it's yeah. If you look at it, it's still, it, well, it's it's cloudy. It's cloudy. At best. Yes, it's cloudy at best, in part because it's chilled. And uh, you know, do I, would I believe you if I said they didn't filter it all the way? Sure, but this is where that thing of like, <sighs> I I don't want to be pretentious about it because Gabe and I are from New England. So when we hear this term thrown around like this, hazy IPA, it is just like, and then you go back, like I was just home, you know, over Thanksgiving and we picked up a case of Treehouse uh, for the Thanksgiving. And when you have that, which is a hazy IPA, like that's what that means. Yes. And then you have something like this. Now I'm not saying this beer is not going to be good. I'm actually really excited. I got a whiff of the smells and I'm excited about it. I'm just saying I, it, it's not a hazy IPA. Just because there's citrus notes in it does not make it a hazy IPA. I'm, I just needed to get that out. If it is cloudy, however, if you hold it up to the light, you can see there's a lot of bubbles heading to the top. It seems like it's very well carbonated. Uh, I've got a ring around the glass of head retention. I, I think if it did have head retention, it was like for half a second. There wasn't a lot. But I've got just a solid ring. You look like you might have a little bit more than me um, and a little bit of stickiness, Lisa. Yeah, I'm drinking out of a Tiku glass. I do have a little bit of uh, lingering foam. It poured with about, you know, a thumbnail or so of, of mm-hmm. like off-white foam. SRM chart, I'm going to put it at, I think, a 13. It's pretty like burnt amber color. Um, it's pretty dark. And uh, like we said, it's it's cloudy. You can't really see through it, but you can see into it. And um, so it's not not the super juicy, juicy, hazy thing that we sometimes see. Um, It looks great and it smells like it smells incredible. Yeah, it smells like blood orange. It smells intensely Mm -hmm. citrus. It's yeah, but it smells hoppy a little bit. Yes, it smells like it's got a lot of rich earthiness. Yeah, there is a dank quality to this. The hops are pungent. The hops are floral. The ho- hops are um, are are at the party, and they're making themselves known for sure. It's a little bit. And I'm piney. I'm getting yeah, I'm getting strawberry. I'm getting that pineapple. I'm getting that mango. Like there's a lot more than just the classic blood orange. You know, I love the blood orange, but there's more than just that classic. Yeah, I mean, all of the citrus notes are definitely there. The blood orange is, it's a darker orange um, smell than than what you get off like a regular orange. It's just something a little bit more um, richer, Dr. Rudy's going to prescribe a beer for you, am I right? <laughs> oh, God. What are yeah, we doing? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was a stretch. I know, I know. It's okay, we forgive you. Um it's but it's got the the hops are are piney they are somewhat resinous um definitely uh an element of dankness to it that mm. you don't often see which puts it to me in the category I always compare it to this but um the Deschutes fresh squeezed IPA is a pretty popular one that is a blood yeah. orange IPA mm. um so it's an easy compare and that beer um is beautifully citrusy but also pretty hoppy and dank and uh i would call it a west coaster just saying but um (laughs) this smells a lot like that so um i am excited for it bottoms up bottoms up let's do it wow 
wow. This is unlike any IPA I think I've ever had. It is fruity. It is flavorful. It is perfectly carbonated, just like the last one. I gotta be honest, I think it has those champagne characteristics again. It has the orange, it has the strawberry, it has the mango, but it's not as relatable to a mimosa as the last one, but it it's kind of like in the ballpark. Personally, I don't get as much mimosa on this. I do get, you know, the the OJ does something really interesting to it. Um I I I have a little bit of a different take on it only because have you had the Deschutes Fresh Squeeze, the blood orange version? It's been a very long time, but I have had it. It's this is it's literally that. So I can't say it's uh unlike anything I've ever had because it's it tastes exactly like that, which mm. is and I say that in a good way, because that's a very rare thing and, and not a lot of people do that and it's really good. Um it's sweet with the tropical notes, but it's got a real bite to it on the back end. The yeah. the, the back of your palate gets a lot of bitter and that lingers. Like I mean, even now, um, you know, it's been a couple seconds since I sipped it, and the uh, the lingering bitterness is intense uh, and real and present. Um, it's, but I mean, the the orange. It's just a nice sort of interplay of those two things weaving together. Um, again, I, I mean, I'm going to stand firm on this. And uh, if anybody from South Beach is listening, I love your beers. I love your branding. Uh, this is not meant as a knock, but this is a West Coast IPA. Okay, I just need. I'm going to stand firm on that. It's got too much bite to be considered a hazy or a New England IPA. I don't know. But it's very good. I don't know that I would want to drink this on the actual beach, like on the sand. This is one of those beers. You go to the beach all day. You go home. You shower. You get ready for dinner. And then you drink this on the porch of your beach house late in the evening after the beach day is done. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like... I think it's a little too heavy to drink during the day in the heat, but like, this is like a, all right, we did the beach earlier today. The sun's starting to go down. We're on the porch all outside hanging out on our beach house. And now I'm going to drink this one. Yeah, I agree. It's just, it's, it's, it's darker. It's heavier, uh, alcohol wise, but also just, you know, the, the flavor profile it's pithy. Uh, it's not very sweet. It's not like, the um the sparkling ale the mimosa was sweet this is more bitter um and so it leans into the bitter side of the blood oranges as well like more like yeah. the rind than the actual fruit um, lava mango peach pineapple that uh, too, blood yeah. orange orange the rinds yes yeah i a- i think it's a little sweet but not as sweet as the last one for sure it's very good. I think if you like IPAs, you will like this. I think if you're one of those people who's like, yeah, I was never into IPAs, but then I found like juicy IPAs and I like those. I don't think this is really going to be your jam. I think it's just going to be too bitter for you. Um, it's not juicy. It's um, citrusy, but it's not but juicy. But it's not juicy. No, this yeah. is not. If you call this a New England IPA, uh, you we need to introduce you to more New England IPAs because yeah. no. But... It's just Do it's I like a, this. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if you're on YouTube, you can take a look at it again and see it in the glass. I mean, I realize that on Zoom, especially, like it doesn't fully come through that, but it's, you know, I can, 
I can see to the other side of it. Um, so like yeah. a, a little bit. So it, anyway, I mean, I, th- those are just terms getting conflated and it's, it's not a big deal, but the beer itself is good. Uh, between the two, I would take the sparkling ale just cause that really is something that like I've never had before in my life. Um, I think I would as well. It's just wild, you know? Yeah. It's just, like, it's just so different and it's just, it's fun. It's unique. It's, maybe gimmicky in a way but like not really like i don't think a lot of like there are a lot of people that like swear by brunch like i like brunch but i'm not gonna like do it every sunday but there are people that like sunday brunch we're doing it and i don't know that they would really go for this all the time they would just go for the classic mimosa but like us definitely this be awesome uh, all right. Well, this is a brewery that takes great pain and care with their can art and their artwork. And this is where we turn to our in-house expert on all things art related. The man with the palette of paint, Bobby Ross. Can Art and Crafts. Look who's back from vacation. Bob Ross is here. He's ready to view the logos. As always, we're going in order. Starting with the strawberry orange mimosa. Look at this dope-ass pelican smoking a cigar. He looks drunk as shit. Just standing in front of a giant orange looking like he's got a top hat and a bow tie. I mean, he looks classy. He looks epic. The can's got a nice solid blue background with the cartoony pelican with the with the lettering of the beer. Really classic, really dope. And then we're going to head over to our Blood Orange Sunset IPA. Again, same vibe. Uh, the background is white with a fancy flamingo top hat. He looks like drunk or that like he's like hiding a secret. He looks like he's up to no good in a good way. Uh, with, again, the lettering, South Beach Brewing is in big, bold, blue, beautiful blue letters to the side on every can, every bottle. It's really great, and it's not just fun art to look at. We've got a quote, and we've got some information uh, from the man, the myth, the legend himself, who makes the artwork. Uh, his name is, he goes by Lebo. Quoted saying, brewing is an art form, but our art form doesn't end with our formulas. It extends to our packaging. We believe all five senses are necessary to experience our beers. Finally, someone gets it. A special thank you goes out to our art director, David Lebatard Lebo, for bringing our beers visually to life. You will see his artwork not only throughout our brand, from tap handles to cans and bottles, but throughout all our merchandise and on the walls of our brew pub. I think Lebo, 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 however you say it, really captures, you know, the vibe, the essence, the the overall everything of this because it is a South Beach and, you know, they got the birds on it and they look relaxed. They look comfortable. They look like they're just kicking it. Many people in Florida, especially the people near the beach, Miami, you know, you might see them. They're just like, yeah, let's go to the beach. Let's just like hang. Let's enjoy and maybe they're, you know, dancing late night. At, you know, the clubs go crazy down there. I love the artwork. I love the concept behind it. I'm going to give both of these solid nines, and I'm going to give Lebo his own 10. I think Lebo's going to join the club because, well, he's epic. Bob Ross is here. He, unfortunately, does not have a bathing suit. We'll have to get you one. And that is another great addition to Can Arts and Crafts. 
so in terms of what else this brewery has to offer, their selection is is pretty much those three. I mean, that's their uh, their year round lineup is the blood orange IPA that we're drinking, the strawberry orange mimosa that we drank, and the South Peach Shandy Sparkling Ale that we mentioned. Uh, but I assume they do one-offs from time to time. There's just not anything listed on their website at the moment. So Shandy sounds dope. It's part of the Sparkling series. Like we said, it's a blonde ale for all you blondes out there. Uh, but look, it sounds dope. It looks dope. Uh, artwork is also great. But they have, uh, if you go to their tap room, they have uh, plenty of delightful options um, to eat. A lot of brunchy things, eggs, um, stuff like that. Uh, oh, yeah. And they also bring in uh, collabs from other uh, breweries in the area, such as a Key Lime Cider from Three Daughters Brewing Company in St. Pete, St. Petersburg, I assume. Nice. So they bring other stuff in so you can uh, do a flight or something like that if you're at the spot. Uh, and they make cocktails with their beers, too, which is fun. They put uh, Aperol into their mimosa beer and they call it a South Beach Spritz. That makes so, sense. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's there's uh, a lot of good there. So if you find yourself in um this town that is uh, uh wherever South they are, Miami, South Beach of Miami, I guess. Yeah, South Beach of Miami. If you're if if you're in Florida and it's unbelievably hot and you see a lot of beach and a lot of hot people, look around because I'm sure you can find this beer. All right, it's almost time for us to go, which means it is last call time. Last call. All right, so this week we go to, you know, around Thanksgiving, a lot of people like to run relay races or marathons. You know, people people do this stuff around this time of year. I don't know why November and Thanksgiving is why? the time to do it. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, there was, uh, we're going to focus on one marathon runner out of China. His nickname is Uncle Chen, and he ran a marathon a few weeks ago in Janade Giandi, China. I don't know how to pronounce that, but he uh, went through a marathon, and I guess it's called the Jinanjiang Marathon. Again, not my forte of a language, but the, but he did it, and he it's a you know a marathon twenty six point two mile race, and he did it in under three and a half hours, which is awesome. Hey, here's, Steven. <laughs> here's what makes this a story. How did he do it? Unlike other people that like to do this, uh, you know, managing their oxygen intake or whatever, this guy did it fully chain smoking the whole time. This guy is 50 years old and they have pictures of him and he is just just puff puffing away while he runs this marathon in three and a half hour under three and a half hours. Um Cigarette in the corner of his mouth, lighter in his hand, just killing it. Just down, huffing. I mean, uh, he was he beat the average for the race. And they have a picture of the guy, though, and he's just, it's like, it's bizarre. It's just like, and I wonder how the other racers felt about it. But this guy, is, yes. he's got a full lit cigarette, and he's um, hes going at it. You know, they do things differently out there in uh, in China. 
He apparently did it in three hours. The official time was three hours and 28 minutes. He came in 574th place out of about 1,500, which means he beat a bunch of people. And yeah, to your to what you just said, how did these other people feel? If I was running a marathon, I trained, I worked, I, I, I got down to the nitty gritty and I got fit enough to run a marathon and some guy beats me, uh, some 50-year-old beats me and he's chain-smoking the whole time, I don't know whether I'd be pissed or impressed. Well, not only that, this isn't the first time he's done it. He's uh, done this before. He ran the Guangzhou Marathon in about the same amount of time, um, also smoking the whole time. And um, I don't, I mean, I would be, if I was running next to this guy and I, I was taking in his smoke in my face while I was trying to run a marathon, I'd be a little pissed. <laughs> Not going to lie. I mean, if he's winning, though, I think at that point you're like, hey, man, can I bum one of, one of those off of you? Like, I think, I mean, maybe it's the secret. <laughs> Has anyone checked these cigarettes? Is the there secret something sauce? hidden I inside? Just, I know how runners can be. I mean, I so a few years ago, many years ago now, um, my several of my family, my dad and some some relatives ran a triathlon and I have an uncle who was a smoker. He was not participating in the event, but that uncle was smoking a cigarette and one of the triathletes came up just pissed. We were outside at a lake. He was just smoking in an area where you're supposed to smoke, but this person was just pissed off that he would like even be smoked, like give him a lecture about the health, which, which fair. I mean, obviously smoking, nobody's condoning it. It's, you know, bad for you. goes without saying, but all that to say, I know how people are about this, and I feel like these other runners would not uh, would not have been thrilled with this guy. But he is. Oh um, no, he is probably not a fan favorite around the running community. He's nicknamed Grandpa, but for for whatever reason, people aren't cozying up to him and pretending he's their grandpa. They're they're probably really pissed. One of the funniest parts of this article literally says. Some Chinese social media questioned whether he was leaving his competitors in more than a cloud of dust. See, that's what I'm saying. Oh, the dust. I get it. (laughs) I mean, look, Gabe and I are not 50 and we also do not smoke and we're not running a marathon anytime soon. So I guess who are we to judge? Here's the thing. I'm one of those people that like I get inspired pretty easily. So when I went to the New York City Marathon, there was a small part of me that was like, you know what? I should do this. I should really do it. But, you know, that takes effort and time. And I don't think I'm as serious as some other people. And also, I have no place like I'm I would throw up and pass out well before I reach the finish line. So I'm going to let the pros handle that. Um, But yeah, I uh, people. I guess, you know, they, they want to smoke and it's like, I, I, Mike, okay. So here's a question I had. You're running, you're moving. How do you get it lit? Did he just light it before the the gun shut off or like the start of it? And then he just like had to keep. That's a great question. I have no idea. I mean, if he just like kept running, but also was like, or maybe he's just really fast and he just kept stopping to light cigarettes. Cause he, like I mean, would lap a few people, pull over, <laughs> light one and then keep running. I don't know. Uh, 
See, for me, I'm more of like a 5K. I'm a sensible 5K guy. I'll do a 5K. That's great. What like, is a 5K? It's like three miles? It's like 3.2, yeah. That's that's my speed. You know, that's about okay. where I land. 26, that's why we have cars. You know, that's... <laughs> 26, at least at that point, call me an Uber. I, yeah, that's... Um, that's not for Steven, but I appreciate the people that do it and the fact that yeah. this guy did it. You know, what does this go to show us, really? We know nothing about health. Everything we know is a lie. Who knows? If it works for I, you, it seriously, works. Like you, he was running and smoking and finished the race. Like It doesn't say he coughed up a lung. Maybe he did, but I mean, he finished <laughs> and he beat a bunch of people. If I lost in a race to a guy chain smoking the whole time, I don't think I'd ever run again. I would... I would literally stay on the couch and get fat out of protest. I might just, yeah, I might just spend the next uh, 20 years studying cigarettes and trying to figure out what it is that powered this guy up so much. I but think, you know what? I think, I think he's inhaling steroids. I'm just going to say it. Good for you, Chen Bongjian, however you pronounce it and however you did it. Uh, you got the marathon finished. We're proud of you. And you know what? Who are we to question your methods? Whatever uh, works for you, honestly. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go because we have uh, to hit the beach and uh, catch some waves, you know. But we'll be back in, like I said, three weeks for our beer in review episode because 2022 is coming to an end. Until then, catch us in your feeds with the Throwback Thursday. Hit us up on the social medias, all those fun things, and we will see you guys very very soon. Thank you guys. If you haven't started your Christmas shopping, neither have I. So. Don't worry Me about neither. It. Let's get on it, people. Oh.